It's just what the doctor ordered. It's time for your daily dose of awesome. Check your hate and negativity at the door as mom, wife, teacher, and lover of life, Cindy Liming shares awesome, fun-loving tips on how you can bring positivity, fun, and laughter into your life and into the world. And now, here's your host, Cindy Liming. This is a Spiva Media production. It's just what the doctor ordered. It's time for your daily dose of awesome. Check your hate and negativity at the door as mom, wife, teacher, and lover of life, Cindy Liming shares awesome, fun-loving tips on how you can bring positivity, fun, and laughter into your life and into the world. And now, here's your host, Cindy Liming. Hey there. This is Cindy Liming, your host of your Daily Dose of Awesome. On this show, I talk about all the things that I find to be awesome in this journey called life. By sharing what I find, I hope that you too will be able to create more awesomeness in your corner of the world. A few weeks ago, I talked about the brand new journal that was recently published called Create the Awesome. Journaling has helped me in so many ways. I went through a very dark period in my life, and journaling has helped me organize my thoughts, keep a positive attitude, and reach my goals. I created this journal for people who want to get their lives in order, but don't have a lot of time to do it. Journaling can seem overwhelming, especially when you don't know where to begin. And with the month of gratitude right around the corner, like right now, (laughs) this is the perfect time to start a gratitude practice. If you yearn to design the life you've always wanted, Create the Awesome is the journal for you. Check it out on Amazon today. I left you a link in the show notes, and you can also find it on my website at yddoa.com slash journal. Last week, I talked about all of my self-care activities that I've been doing to keep myself from losing it. If you feel like you're losing your mind, whether it's due to grief, a breakup, or both, or even just overwhelmed by work, you should check out last week's episode at yddoa.com slash 107. I think I'm doing a pretty good job in the self-care department. I have not lost it yet, and I've not cried randomly since the recording of that episode, and that's a win. This week, I want to talk to you about the latest book I just finished titled Earth is Hiring by Peter Kelly. I was a little reluctant at first to read this book. See, the author is a self-proclaimed millennial, and I know that word has such negative connotations to it. I looked it up, and a millennial is anyone who was born in 1981 through 1996, which would make them anywhere between the ages of 24 and 39, according to a quick Google search. Then I found an article on Inc.com titled, Bad Habits That Make Millennials Look Bad. Here are a few bad habits on the list. Millennials are known to act overly entitled, have a lack of focus, the inability to take or give criticism due to growing up in the everyone gets a trophy era, not being able to take time to learn, not being able to disconnect, not reading things carefully, and not being present in conversations. 
Do you happen to know a millennial like this? Sure, we all do. And honestly, in my world, they may be younger than 24 years old. But for sure, not all millennials act this way. Just like anything else, I happen to have a few very close friends who are millennials. And I joke about um, the generalization with them, but they are truly awesome people. In fact, I work with two millennials, and I find them to be inspiring, creative, and insightful. Peta Kelly starts off by saying that she's a millennial, and I'm like, mm, no, forget it. Boy, was I wrong. Peta Kelly is rocking her millennialness, and I personally could not get enough of her. She talks about so many important things and has changed me. I'm going to highlight the few things that are doable right now. In fact, I just finished her book about two weeks ago, and I have already applied some key takeaways to my life. The first is my money mindset. I am a work in progress when it comes to this. I'm on a teacher's income functioning as a single mom, although very happily married. If you did not know, we do not live together. It's a long story, and we decided to not share our incomes. And it seems that the majority of people I'm around live on two incomes. My parents, my brother, and cousins are all super successful when it comes to money, and I'm super proud of them. They have worked very hard to get where they are, and they chose different career paths, and had I done the same, I too would be doubling what I make right now, if not tripling it. I've had to work on my money mindset because at times I've gotten very negative about it, and as you can see, it would be easy to do this. It's totally on me. I'm the only one who controls my thoughts, so I am fully to blame for any negativity that I have had towards money. It's very easy for me to get down on myself when I see people at work going out to lunch together and I never can. I rarely buy new clothes, my roots are showing most of the time, and my nails are never manicured professionally. And I could keep going, but like I said, I've changed my money mindset. I'm only telling you some of my ne negative thoughts so you can see how changing my mindset of money has gotten so much better. I was already in a few years um, as far as trying to make this change, um, but after reading this book, I can feel myself changing even more. Peta asks this question, and I should probably say that I listened to her book on Audible, which is read by her. So to hear it out of her mouth made it even more effective, I believe, at least for me. And before I forget, my listeners get a free audiobook and free 30-day trial with Audible. And I'll leave a link in the show notes. But anyway, she asked this question. What do you absolutely need right now? Think about it this moment right now what do you need i paused it and i thought about it i initially thought well i want more money so i could pay off college for my three kids and but then is that a need is that a need right now like right now this very minute no and then i started thinking well <clears throat> I want to get a backsplash in my kitchen because the walls look really bad. Is that a need? No. So what do I need right now? What about you? What do you need right now? 
Like seriously, pause me and think about it. If you're like me, the answer is probably nothing. There is nothing that I need right now. My belly is full. I'm healthy. My kids are healthy. I have a nice home and a car and a job that I love. My husband is crazy about me. I need for nothing right now. So that being said, why do I tell myself that I'm poor? I obviously am not poor. In fact, when I think about all that I have, I have an abundance. I don't need anything at all right now. Then she goes on to talk about when you think about not having money, it's because you got something in return. When I pay my bills, sometimes I feel so completely broke. But I'm really not. I exchanged my money for my house, the electricity, water, and so on. I just wrote the biggest check I've ever written in my life from my own bank account from what I earned all by myself when I paid for my son's first semester of college. And at the moment, I felt broke. But am I? No. I was able to do it. I gave my money away in exchange for my son's education. So the takeaway, for me at least, I'm not poor. I have lots of money. I know this because I've exchanged it for all the things that we need, such as food, a home, electricity, and so on. When I look around and I think about all that I actually do have, it's a lot. And I am so thankful, and I do feel very wealthy. Then PETA went on to talk about if everyone gave to some kind of organization that was trying to move the world forward in some way, what a wonderful world this would be, right? In my mind, my family and I have always been more intrigued by doing. We have gone on several mission trips together and have fed the homeless with our church on a regular basis pre-COVID. Honestly, I much prefer doing over just handing over the money and having someone else take care of it, but I can't do everything that I want to do to help the world in this one short life. In fact, we could not go anywhere this year for our mission trip like we normally do, and we are not feeding the homeless currently because we are no longer allowed to pass out food. I give my tithe to my church, but I feel that it's definitely time to give to an organization, especially since due to COVID, I am not actually quote unquote doing. Next, I started thinking, okay, well, which organization should I give to? If you're not sure, just pray about it and it will show up probably immediately. It did for me. My husband and I were watching TV and a commercial came on for the International Fellowship for Christians and Jews. Have you ever seen that? It's super powerful. And in the commercial, they show you the horrible conditions that some elderly Jewish women are living in. They ask for any donation amount. I was thinking to give $10 a month. My first thought, of course, was to do the math. So $10 times 12 months is $120. So do I really have that much to spare? I'm working on saving for college for three kids. And how will I come up with $10 a month on my already tight budget? Have you ever had this thought? The thing is, I can afford $10 a month. In a pinch the other day, I took the girls and I out to lunch at McDonald's. We were in a big hurry and we had to eat and it cost me about $18 for the three of us. If I really needed the $10, I could have just eaten at home. 
Other ways I could get $10 is to get rid of Netflix or Disney Plus. I could sell $10 worth of perfectly good stuff that I don't use. All I'm saying is that if you don't give to an organization that you support and it's because you think you simply cannot spare another dime, I can assure you, you probably can. When there's a will, there's a way. So look at what you spend your money on currently. Do you need Starbucks every day? Do you need Netflix? You might think you do, but really you don't need it. Just like me, someone I know actually asked me how I survive on what I make. Can you believe that? And on top of that, how am I saving for college for three kids? Like somebody actually said to me, we have to be starving or something. Yes, I've actually been told that. Told that. <laughs> and yes, some people think that we are poor. My kids and I have everything we need. My parents do help us out from time to time, but if they didn't, our needs would be met. Our needs. So I encourage you to look at your needs. Not wants, but needs. Do you really need everything you have? Can you spare a little to help someone else's needs be met? I once gave a blanket to a homeless man. And as soon as he took it, he passed it on to someone he knew who was worse off than him. That act of love and kindness speaks volumes to me. If a homeless man can give up a blanket to someone who is worse off than him, surely I can give up McDonald's just once to give to an organization. Anyway, I gave my donation to the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. I decided to give a one-time donation because there are other organizations that I want to give to as well. I have decided for myself I will give monthly to a different organization. This month, it's the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. So if you aren't sure if where you'd like to give, check out that organization. I put a link in the show notes. The last big takeaway I got from Earth is Hiring is when Peter Kelly proposed this question. Why are there people starving in the world when there is more than enough food for everyone? I'm sorry, but that's on us. All of us. If everyone could figure out how to combat starvation as a team, then starvation would no longer be a problem. What do we do instead? We worry about COVID and ourselves and politics, including me. Don't think for a second that I'm excluding myself from the bigger problem here. And remember, way back when people started posting on social media that, quote, you're part of the problem, I had a huge problem with that statement. No one can really say and truly believe that they are not part of the problem. The truth is, we are all part of some problems like world hunger. Peter Kelly is right. No one should be starving when there is enough for everyone. It sickens me to see our country so divided right now. We are led by hate right now, no matter what political party you support. I think if we could focus on being human and focus on human needs, we could truly change the world. Humans need food, water, and shelter. What if both political parties focused on that instead of hating each other? And I don't like being political or talking about it, really. Hatred is such a huge thing right now, though. And I'm glad you're listen of my show, a listener of my show. So hopefully together we can make some changes. All right, so let's recap. What's your money mindset? Are you cringing as you pay your bills? 
Does paying that bill make you feel poor? I was once like that, and I can't believe I didn't figure this out on my own. Remember, the next time you are paying your bills, you are paying your bills because you have the money to do so. You are not poor. Even if you live paycheck to paycheck like me, we're not poor. I do. I live paycheck to paycheck. You know why? Because all of our needs are met, and I dump the rest into savings so that my kids can go to college. I truly am wealthy, and when I sit down and think about it, I'm really, really happy. Think about how you can change the world through giving to an organization. If you're not sure, pray, and it will fall right into your lap. Give up something that you don't need so that someone else's actual needs can be met. And lastly, how can you help other humans not starve? Really think about the fact that there is enough for all of us, but why are people starving? How can you help put a stop to world hunger in your corner of the world? And then, please share this episode. My hope is that we can put an end to Republicans and Democrats and being split up across this country and just be called like Team Human or something or Team USA. I can't possibly be the only one who yearns for that. So thank you so much for listening. I really hope it was helpful to you and that you will change your money mindset and find an organization to give to. We are all in this together. I would love to connect more with you, so please join my Facebook group at www.facebook.com slash groups slash Y-D-D-O-A. You can also find me on Instagram at your DD of Awesome and on Twitter at Cindy Liming, which is C-Y-N-D-I-L-I-M-I-N-G. And be sure to check out my website, yddoa.com, where you will find all of the deals, resources, and episodes of your Daily Dose of Awesome. Thanks again for listening. I'm Cindy Liming, and get on out there this week and be a part of Team Human by helping to save the world. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.